What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. Need a little bit of inspiration or aspiration in your life? Join me Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. for two minutes a day. Let's get inspired together. Peace and blessings. Welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I'm your host, Victoria J, and welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys, this is another episode, another my opinion about this whole Tyree Nichols debacle. It's evening time. We just watched the footage over here at 12th Street Talk Back. And I can't even begin to tell you the amount of anger, rage, insensitivity that I feel for the officers, the heartbreak I feel for the mother and the father and anybody in their family I mean this was (sighs) earlier I told you guys that one of the city councilmen said that he wouldn't compare it to the Rodney King incident he didn't say that in a good or a bad way I was assuming that He was saying it in a way of the beating was not that horrific. But here's the thing. This young man died from this beating. So, in my opinion, it was worse than the Rodney King thing. That's just my opinion. But let's go over the accounts that we have from the video in part one where we see them approaching this young man with their guns drawn and snatch him up out the car let's talk about that let's talk about how you already approached the incident with your guns drawn and snatch this young man up out the car and proceed to throw him to the ground and ask him to put his arms behind his back. Now he's semi sitting up, semi while he's laying partially on the ground, telling them, y'all doing the most, I just want to go home. And one of the officers says to him to shut up before he break his effing arm. Really though, that's what we doing in America now as police officers? I'm just saying. That's just my opinion. And then, after they tried to pepper spray him, he somehow maneuvered up to his feet. Another officer tried to tase him, and he was able to flee. I would have ran, too, the way they snatched me up out the car. You didn't ask me. You didn't walk up to the side of the car and ask me to put my hands up. You snatch me out the car using vulgar and brutal curse words as you snatch me up out of my vehicle. It appeared to me that 
he was trying to comply with the officers but they were already at the point where as they saying they were heightened from the beginning that's what the body cam shows they pull him out the car tell him to get on the ground and one of them begins to tell him I'ma break your arm as he cusses at him if that was me I would be at the point too that first of all y'all yank me out the car second of all you gonna tell me why I'm already on the ground and I'm semi trying to tell you that y'all doing the most that you gonna break my arm I'd be in fight or flight mode too and I'm a female so I can imagine what a male would do so then you move on to other incidents one of the cops in the body cam accidentally pepper sprayed himself or got pepper sprayed and then they start to show the other officer dousing his eye with water and they talking crap then then you see the other officers pull up some in unmarked cars some that look to me it looked to me that nobody seen this but I saw it where one of them seemed to be in his own personal car as one of the officers waved him in the direction of where they thought Mr. Nichols ran but the whole time you showing minutes and minutes of footage of these guys talking crap and then one of them proceeds to say I hope they F him up if they catch him so that that goes to show me right there y'all been doing this for a long long time y'all just got caught you were already in the mode where you were hyped up looking for some action as they say on a Friday night and I'm not saying that this took place on a Friday night I believe it was a Saturday if I'm not mistaken his mother said it happened over the weekend and then you get to the point where they showing minutes and minutes of them talking crap when I'm complaining about losing his glasses then you get to the next episode where you see the officers beating this man punching him it looks to be about nine punches several kicks then one runs up and say I'm about to baton the F out of you and then it appears that the one that showed up on the scene as they were beating him that ran up and kicked this man was the one in the first video that got pepper spray because he was already pissed. You beat him and you drag him to the car and sit him up several times. And all the while, 
they're beating this man they're telling him to give them his hands and they already have his hands they already have their hand his hands one of them is punching him and kicking him one of them's holding his hands Another one comes up and start batoning him. And then another one comes up and, and, and does a running kick. All the while spraying him. They had already sprayed him multiple times. Before they proceeded to punch him. And kick him. And you hold my hands down, but at the same time, you telling me to give you my hands? You already got my hands. What? I mean, <sighs> Jesus wept. That's all I can say. Then they stand him up during all of this and begin to beat this boy up. It wasn't enough that they was doing the most while they had him on the ground they stand him up as if we're in high school and begin to take turns punching this young man punching, batoning kicking to the point of no avail and cursing at him all the while like it's a big old street fight and ain't none of y'all got badges and guns on y'all then they showed the footage which is very appalling from the pole mount what really happened cause all the while they trying to lie two of them then already said well you know I think he was drugged out of his mind and you know we pulled him over to stop and he tried to pull uh, such and such gun out of his holsters none of that was true from what I seen I don't know what they accounts of it and from pretty much from the people that's reporting it on the media their views are like my views that ain't what we seen brothers at no time did we see anyone trying to pull anybody's gun out. You seen this young man trying to reason with y'all before it escalated, before he did go into fight and flight mode. I would have went into fight and flight mode too. And my heart goes out to his mother because they were saying that he was less than 80 feet, 80 to 100 feet away from his home. Y'all let that seek in for a minute. If you guys seen the interview that she did earlier with Benjamin Crump at the church, she said she didn't even want to see the video. The pictures were enough at the hospital. And she begged for us as a community to not let our, our children, our small children watch this. And I concur. I concur. The only thing that I can say differently about that is I would let our teenage kids see it. 
so that they can see what really happens in our community when a situation is heightened to the point where you could be just driving along, playing your rap music a little loud, enjoying your evening, getting off work or wherever you're coming from, and get pulled by the police, and things can go left very quickly. I'm always saying I feel like our young adults don't have any fear and even talking with some of them. Even when you're trying to tell them what could or possibly happen, they always got a reaction to your conversation while you're trying to tell them something good of what they would do. You don't know what you're going to do. We as grown adults don't know what we're going to do if we were in that type of situation. So in that instance, I wouldn't let my small children see the 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 video. But I'd make my teenagers and my young adults especially in their 20s and in their 30s watch this video. And it's so sad. It's sad because it wasn't any type of supervision in play. They talked about that. No supervision in play. That this special task force called the Scorpion Task Force didn't have any supervision that mainly the guys that was there only had two maybe six years of service between the five of them not to mention did y'all see the the fact that eventually there were eight possibly nine cops on the scene as well as the ambulance and the fire department did you guys see the ambulance bag on the ground as the officers are discussing for up to seven minutes with the ambulance about saline and what happened and they showed the one body cam where they're standing around in a circle having a conversation about what happened trying to get their story straight and the medical professionals that showed up on the scene your job is to be trying to render care to all parties involved especially this young man that you're standing there blatantly watching as he's propped up against the car and not to mention when they dragged this boy to the car after they beat him so severely and propped him up you could even see in the video at the time that all the fight left him as they were kicking and beating him and batoning him he had a little bit of movement by the time the ambulance showed up on the scene and then after that he didn't have any movement. Now the medical correspondent on CNN said 
he probably was going in and out of consciousness and when you go in and out of consciousness you still can talk whether you're coherent or not not to mention the fact that they said that he suffered from Crohn's disease and I I thought it was kind of funny that the two officers initially that stopped him that pulled him out the car and threw him to the ground and told him that he was going to break his arm I find it kind of funny when their counterpart showed up to the scene they trying to explain it's like one of them took the initiative to try to explain and the other one just followed his lead and then when they ended up on the scene at the second location where the the other officers had already apprehended him after one of them ran up and did a running kick they proceeded to stand around and talk and make up all kinds of tales, stories, lies. Man, he must have been high on his mind. Yeah, he tried to pull such and such gun. Ain't nobody see none of that. And the pole mount camera didn't see it either. In fact, they said the pole mount camera zoomed in. The media caught that. So that brought to uh, the awareness, does somebody actually work the cameras? Now, tonight it was said, no, nobody actually works the cameras, but they're set up to zoom in to capture any type of footage that is going on. So later on, if anything is called into question, during the investigation they can go back and review the footage and see it from different angles but I was like wow I was blown away I was in tears I'm not a camera girl but I almost went live just to have the conversation about this just to see other people's reactions how they felt and I don't know if America is treating this like it's just another incident what else is new but I kind of felt like that earlier today and I can tell you guys I don't know if you can hear it in my voice but I'm upset. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. It's time for us to do something different. It's time. For us as a community. To do something. I don't know what. But something. They say the video appears to show that Nichols was hit by the police at least nine times in under four minutes. Being punched in the head. Then the medical examiner said taking those type of blows and kicks in the head or to the body 
where it looked like he appeared at some point to be coherent he probably his brain was swelling so he was drifting in and out of being aware of his surroundings and everything else kicking and screaming yelling for his mama hoping that his mama would hear him because he knew he was approximately 80 to 100 feet from his mother's house and you know that mother's intuition and that mother's love is real because earlier in the video his mom had said she felt a pain in her stomach only later on to find out that her son was laid up in the hospital about to die that he would die three days later and how terrible she felt that she couldn't be there to protect her son knowing that he was so close and that's one thing sometimes I get a little irritated with my children because they're young adults and they're late 20s and early 20s and when I'm trying to tell them something for their own good they want to be combative but I really want to say a mother's intuition is dead on the spot we know when something's happening to our babies we know when something just ain't right we know when something just ain't right with us with our spouses in our household it's a mother's love just like I'm not even going to discount the fact that fathers know when something going on it's a father's love come on are you kidding me but in the first part when the taser fails and they call for backup it seemed it appeared to me that they knew of course they knew the cops but they knew them well enough to the point for the one cop to make that statement I hope they F him up as they proceeded to wave the additional cops in the direction of where Tyree had ran it appeared to me and it's just my guess it's my educated guess that they've been doing this for a long time and and come to find out there's a couple people that has come forth in the last couple weeks that have been detained by this unit using their scare tactics and throwing their weight around and they made official police reports or tried to file with eternal affairs to no avail being crump is getting into that too he got their stories too and gonna aid them but it took this young man's life and my hat goes off to the mother because she was so elegant she said my son was put here for a reason i haven't even had a chance to grieve or process this yet I can't really say what I would do but I don't know if I could be that composed 
I don't know if I could be that graceful. I don't know if I would be more heartbreaking, broken, or more angry about the fact that one of my children laid in the street beaten, battered, and bruised. And to go on to later to find out that my child is dead, I don't know if I could be that poised. <sighs> but for the community to say there's been several complaints about the officers and it had been reported to Eternal Affairs and nothing had been done nobody had reached out to them that's a problem and then as they stood around in their little man's and I'm not even going to give them that much respect to call them men. When they stood around in their boys club, they they were bragging about how they F this young brother up. Your peer, a man that looks just like you. How dare you have the audacity? And where's your integrity? Where's your self-respect? Your self-worth? Beating and bruising somebody's child like they was an animal. We don't even treat animals like that. I just... I'm appalled, ashamed for our community. I'm ashamed for their families. My heart breaks for Tyree's parents, his family. Knowing that their child was less than a half a mile away. And he died. I'm a little bit di disturbed that they were in a neighborhood, appeared to be a nice neighborhood. You didn't see anything but the streets light on. So I guess the community is scared up to the point, like my husband always say, mind your business. We ain't getting in that. But what? But at what point are you sitting in your home? Because this isn't a quarter sack, it looks like. Do you call the police department and say you might want to send some more officers or the chief of police out here to the scene? Because from what I can tell, just peeping out my blondes, you got some black-on-black -black crime going on out here. And the ones that's committing the crime is your boys in blue. You might want to send somebody down here with some authority. And that's what all the lawyers are saying. The, all the lawyers are saying that every lawyer that they interview, I happen to like CNN, but I can watch it on anything, but I happen 
to like CNN. But all the lawyers are saying the same thing. That they shouldn't have even been out in the field unsupervised without without someone that had been in service for 10 years or more. And they saying that Chief Davis, allegedly, she dropped the ball. She should have had a better handle on this task force. Had better insight on what was going on. They should have had better training. They talked about the selection process, that it was supposed to be officers, best of the best. They, that they were supposed to have additional training in addition to the training that they get when they come into the police department. And they talked about span of control. That's where the chief of police, that's where her authority comes in. To control and assess the situations. And then they talk talked about. And these type of task force. That. There shouldn't be. More than. One to three. Maybe four people. In this task force. Running together. At all times. So for it to be five of them. On the scene. Not to mention the additional cops that showed up not to mention the ambulance standing around with their bags on the ground not surrendering any type of medical help for seven straight minutes they stood there and conversated with these bad boys in blue black bad boys in blue with a badge a bad attitude and black that disturbs me greatly that disturbs me greatly and not to mention the fact they kept sitting this young man up So you pepper sprayed him several times, held his hand down, punched him in the head, kicked him, stood him up, beat him up some more, let him fall back down to the ground. And then another officer shows up on the scene, and I'm assuming this is the one that was in the first body cam. He runs up and do a running kick. And then the one with the baton moving the officers out of the way. Telling him, I'm about to baton you to death. They started off aggressive. I believe everything that the the news media said, as well as the lawyer for the family, as well as Benjamin Crump but like I said I don't know if I could be as grace as graceful as the mom 
I don't know. I don't know if I'm that far in my walk with Christ to be that graceful. Because I'm projecting anger now, and it's not even my child. And I don't understand why they didn't see that something was wrong with this. I don't understand why the other officers that came on the scene, now it's nine, maybe ten of them, plus the ambulance, plus the fire department, and they they letting this boy sit on the side of this car and nobody ain't saying nothing. Even the EMS... listening to the body cam they wasn't even asking questions they didn't even walk over to try to see if this man need medical attention then you had one of them fools in the background hollering for some saline they didn't park the whole ambulance turned the lights off it was no headlights on no nothing you didn't see headlights from an ambulance until the second ambulance showed up on the scene Really though, we doing that in America now? We doing that in our community now? I said it before and I say it again. We gotta have eyes in the back of our head. Everybody ain't racist, but we was already having to watch the boys in blue that was white that didn't look like us. And I don't mean to offend anybody if you are Caucasian and you listen to my show. But it's a fact. We all know it. We've all seen it on TV with the George Floyd, the Rodney Kings, all the rest of the people that died that we happened to get some footage from and then they talked about taking him back to the scene where his car was one of the officers asked where was his car and they said they called out the name of the street as they began to as they began to uh, make up their story then they said, um, not too long ago, as I'm having my conversation with you guys, I'm watching video footage, and it's breaking news now that two of the sheriff deputies that showed up on the on the scene got suspended later on today. We know the EMS, I believe it was the first two, got suspended today. We know the officers that committed this heinous crime, this crime that they didn't show any compassion for their fellow brother somebody that looked just like them and I'm curious to know and I'm pretty sure it's going to come out 
eventually if any of them have sons or daughters they they were they are a disgrace to their families to their badge and uniform to the African American or black community all across the board all of them they just a disgrace and the sad part is we all know that this is going to happen again at some point that's the sad part all these police officers walks around the scene of the crime as this man is slumping over and then slumps over to the ground and decides to go lift him back up and I thank God that Emmett Martin Justin Smith Tidarius Bing Demetrius Haley and Desmond Mill Jr. are getting charged and they are going to get more charges to come the DA hadn't decided quite yet that's what the family lawyer is saying maybe even some charges coming to some other folk that was standing around maybe maybe they're calling for the disband of this scorpion scorpion special task force <laughs> they talked about how long and how many times they pepper sprayed this young man but then one of the commentators and I agree said you didn't pepper sprayed him all that many times and then proceeds to beat him and kick him but you couldn't even withstand the pepper spray that hit you that got into your eyes So wouldn't you think pepper spraying them, this young man would be enough to handcuff him? Because they said when they detained him the second time, when the other set of officers detained him, he was wiping his eyes. So he must have stopped brief, briefly in his fight or flight mode. To wipe his eyes so that he could see further to where he was going. I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming. But this is this is a it's a terrible thing that's happened in our community. I commend Chief Davidson for trying to get herself and her staff around this, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying she might have one foot out the door too. Being that she let these thugs, because that's what they are, thugs, a bunch of boys. They remind me of a bunch of boys outside on the playground or in the boys' bathroom taking turns taunting somebody that's smaller than them. 
that's what it appears to me to be or as my husband said Vic that's what they do in prison they beat up on the weakest one in prison and people stand around and watch even the officers nobody's getting in that (laughs) that's just sad that's just sad we live in a time where if you don't mind your own business you could become a victim too trying to help somebody out we live in a time where you can't drive your own personal vehicle and make a mistake I don't care if it's making the wrong turn driving a little bit too fast playing your music a little bit too loud we live in a time where you gotta be fearful when you get pulled by the boys in blue I don't even care if you're in a lighted area I've seen so much footage of people being pulled and the passenger pulled out their cell phone to record the situation and the boys in blue don't even care then they threatening you telling you to put down your cell phone or turn off your cell phone they need to do something about some of these police officers it used to be a time back in the day it was hard especially for a black person to be a part of the police department the fire department and all above And it's not just the fact that they were black. It's the fact that they wear badges. Whether you white, black, or blue. You're supposed to protect and serve. Not come into the situation already agitated. You're supposed to be the calm one. The one that diffuses everything. Try to, at least. But now we're dealing with a bunch of boys in blue. They fearful when they pull up on the scene. They got their hands on the gun when they pull up on the scene. We need to do something about police reform the people in these positions and high positions and offices need to reach across the table and play nicely with their counterparts and stop thinking about self because it appears to me that nobody's for the community everybody out to say their job Everybody out for self. Nobody's out to do what's right anymore. And I believe it. I believe we are living in the last days. 
I really truly believe it with that being said guys I went way past my time I will be coming to you guys in the next couple days hopefully with a different topic but I just wanted to get some of my frustration and anger out on it this is a my safe place so I won't do nothing crazy not that my husband's gonna let me do anything crazy anyway but this is my safe place this is my place where I can get it all out and not get on his nerves or get myself all hyped up to be put in a situation that I can't get myself out of So I thank you guys for listening to the show as per usual. I did put it out there on my social media platform as well as I reached across the table and asked for a few people to join me in a round table. And I guess I'm about myself in this thing. But I do thank those of you that do listen to help push our show over the edge. We have a couple loyal listeners we have a high streaming high streaming I can't even find the words for we have high streams so there are a community community of people out there listening thank you for those of you that's been loyal been down with me from day one that find the time in your busy schedule to listen to our show Hopefully the little engine that nobody thought that could except for me. Hopefully this thing will grow with you continuing to support me. Continuing to listen to me rant. Continue listening to Victoria's Closet rants. As well as love on you guys as a community. My goal here is to spread love, not hate, not be angry. To bring something positive to your lives. Maybe you'll hear something I say that'll make you reflect on something that you may be going through in life. Or maybe just my morning inspiration, aspirations. Somebody might need a little pick-me-up to remember that there is a God upstairs. But my heart goes out to the family. My prayer will definitely be going out and hopefully tomorrow I have a better attitude. I'm always telling you, God doesn't put more on us than he can, we can bear, but he always, every day, give us new grace. He gives us new mercy. He never leaves us. We always leave him. With that being said, I'm going to bid you guys a good night. Leave me a message if you want to join the conversation. I'm always going to put it out there. You can... Leave me a message on Spotify. Just scroll down through the description of any episode and you click on it. It'll send you straight to my voicemail box. You can always answer the questions at the end of every episode. And then for nothing else, you can always head over to podpage.com. Look up 12th Street Talk Back. You can leave me a message there as well as every episode is in the library. I'll be sure to get back to you. Or you can email us at vtsmart1 at gmail.com. Peace and blessings. You guys have a good night.